Welcome to the Whiskers and Wings podcast, where we tell imaginative tales for kids and the kid at heart. I'm Teresa, and I'm so glad you could join us today. Every week, we'll post a story or two we hope will make your imagination take flight. We have a special announcement coming up at the end of this episode you won't want to miss. This week's story is dedicated to a young listener named Matilda, who lives all the way over in Northern Ireland. It's an original story written by me, Teresa, and features a brave young girl, a lost little lamb, and a hungry fox. So without further ado, here is our story, Matilda's Mountain Rescue. Matilda was a bright, joyful girl who enjoyed playing outdoors with her father, singing songs with her mother, telling stories with her grandfather, baking with her grandmother, and making new friends. Matilda's homeland was full of rolling green hills, moss-covered castle ruins, and towering cliffs that fell into the crashing North Atlantic Sea. It was a beautiful place to live, and Matilda loved it. One of her favorite things to do was to go on long walks through the Mourne Mountains with her grandparents. The Mourne Mountains were just south of where she lived near the city of Belfast. She and her grandparents would start driving south, and soon she'd see them in the distance, their gray-green heads starting to show on the horizon. Before long, they'd be driving up and down winding, hilly roads. Her grandmother would always pack a delicious picnic lunch for them with cheese and crackers and special treats. After their lunch, they'd go walking through the hills. There weren't many trees here, so Matilda could see for miles. In some places, if she stood on her tiptoes, she could even see the blue of the sea between the hills. It was especially lovely when the purple heather and yellow gorse flowers would cover the land, mixing with the green and browns of the rolling hills. Throughout the Mourne Mountains were long, centuries-old stone wall fences, and she'd often see cute woolly sheep dotting the hillsides behind them. Matilda thought sheep were just about the most adorable creatures you could imagine, though she loved animals of every kind. She grew so excited every time they spotted a bunny dashing through the heather, or saw a sparrowhawk soaring through the sky. One fine summer day, Matilda and her grandparents set off for another walk in the mountains. It was a lovely day with fluffy white clouds and the bright blue sky. As usual, her grandmother brought along a yummy lunch, which they enjoyed once they arrived at their usual parking spot in one of the many green valleys. For their walk, they took a path they'd been on many times before. It followed a bubbling creek around the base of one hill toward another taller hill. Today, however, Matilda felt especially brave and curious. Might I run ahead a bit? She asked her grandparents. I want to do some exploring. Her grandparents said that would be all right, so long as she didn't go too far ahead and stayed on the path. Matilda dashed off, a wide smile on her lips. She hurried past shrubs and bushes, under tree branches, and even hopped over the stream where it was narrow. It felt amazing to be running free and exploring on her own. Suddenly, she heard an odd sound. She stopped, listening closely. It was a frantic sort of sound, like whoever was making it was very scared. She looked about, scanning the hillside above her. It was a little lamb! Somehow the creature had gotten tangled in the mess of branches and leaves. It was baaing in fear, and Matilda quickly realized why. Padding its way quickly toward the captured lamb was an orange and white fox. Its long, bushy tail bounced in the air as it hurried over. 
The fox figured this lamb would make an easy meal. For a moment, Matilda didn't know what to do. Her grandparents had said not to leave the path. She could run back to get them so they could help the lamb, but she knew there wouldn't be time. The fox would get the lamb before they could get here. She took a step closer to the lamb, and as she did, her foot kicked a stone. Matilda picked up the stone and with all her might threw the stone toward the fox. It didn't reach the fox, but it did make the fox stop. It turned its gold and amber eyes toward Matilda, as if trying to figure out if she would really try to stop it. Go away, fox, she yelled. Leave that lamb alone. You can go find your lunch somewhere else. And she picked up another stone and threw it. This one landed a little closer to the fox. Then, just as Matilda's grandparents came around a bend in the path, the fox took off back the way it had come. Matilda breathed a sigh of relief. Matilda, her grandfather called. Did you see that fox? It was trying to get the lamb, Matilda said, pointing to the still bawing lamb in the brambles. But I threw a couple of rocks at it and told it to go away. Her grandmother put an arm around Matilda's shoulder. That was very brave of you, my dear. Very brave indeed. What's wrong with the wee lamb? Her grandfather said, already making his way up the hillside. Matilda followed after him. It's stuck in the brambles and can't get out. Can you help it? We'll give it a try, he said. They reached the lamb, and Matilda stretched out her hand toward the scared little creature. It's all right, little one, Matilda said in a soft, gentle voice. We're going to help you. The lamb sniffed her hand, and then its pink tongue came out and licked her finger. Matilda giggled and gently scratched the lamb's head between its floppy ears. While her grandfather worked at carefully freeing the lamb from the brambles, Matilda continued talking gently and kindly to the lamb and petting its head. Finally, her grandfather carefully pulled out the lamb's back legs, and it was free! The lamb was so happy, it pranced and danced amongst the heather, baaing happily. It rubbed its head against Matilda's leg, and Matilda's grandfather gently scooped it up before they made their way down the hillside back to the path. Is it all right? Matilda's grandmother asked. It is indeed, said Matilda's grandfather. Thanks to this very brave girl named Matilda. Would you like to hold your little lamb? Oh, yes! Matilda said, and he gently laid the lamb in Matilda's arms. Where do you think it came from? Her grandmother asked, searching the hillsides. I don't see any other sheep about. Probably wandered off, her grandfather said, scratching the lamb's head. Lambs are known to do that now and then. Just then, a truck came rumbling down a nearby road. Her grandfather waved to the driver, who stopped his truck and rolled down his window. We've found a little lost lamb, Matilda's grandfather called to him. Would you happen to know where it might belong? The man got out of his truck and, squinting to look at the lamb, gave a sudden laugh. Why, I know that lamb! That's my daughter's lamb, it is. She must have left the gate open again. <laughs> where did you find it? Matilda pointed up to the brambles. It was caught up there and couldn't get out, and a fox almost got it, but I threw some rocks and scared it away. Well now, said the man as he walked over, aren't you a brave lass? Thank you for looking out for our wee lamb. He turned to Matilda's grandparents. You folks from around here? We're just visiting for the day, her grandmother replied. The man gave a nod. Well then, how would you like to come have tea with us? I have a feeling my daughter would like to meet the brave girl who saved her lamb from a fox. Can we? Matilda asked her grandparents. They said yes, and she and her grandparents hurried back to their car and followed the farmer back to his home. He took the lamb in his truck as Matilda's grandmother said their little car probably wasn't the best place for a lamb to ride. 
As they pulled into the driveway, a girl about Matilda's age came running around the house, tears streaming down her cheeks. Dad! she cried. Snowflake's gone! Her dad got out of his truck, the lamb in his arms. She's right here. The girl rushed to take the lamb from him as Matilda and her grandparents walked over from their car. Oh, thank you for finding him, Dad, the little girl said. But the farmer shook his head and pointed to Matilda. Don't thank me. Thank that brave little girl over there. She's the one who saw your lamb out on the hill caught in some brambles. She even scared off a fox that wanted to make your lamb its lunch. The little girl hurried over to Matilda, the lamb in her arms. You saved my snowflake from a fox? Matilda nodded, and the girl threw an arm around Matilda and gave her a hug. Oh, thank you so much! While the grown-ups talked and had tea, Matilda and the girl, whose name was Harriet, played with Snowflake and ran about the yard. Matilda found Harriet to be a wonderful new friend who liked many of the same things as Matilda did, including animals and playing outside. And when it was time to go, Harriet asked if Matilda could come back to play again. Matilda looked at her grandparents, and they both smiled and nodded. As they drove home that day, Matilda watched the mountains and hillsides slowly fall behind them. Before long, her head was resting against the door, and she was asleep, dreaming of playing with Harriet and Snowflake and exploring the hills together. The End We hope you enjoyed our story, Matilda's Mountain Rescue. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and a new Whiskers and Wings story will appear in your favorite podcast player every Thursday. You can also help others to discover the stories you've enjoyed here by sharing the podcast on social media, inviting friends to give it a try, or writing a review on Apple Podcasts. Matilda was a very brave girl in our story and kept the lost little lamb safe. She was also brave in meeting and making a new friend. What are some things you've done lately that were brave? Maybe you tried a new food that you weren't sure you'd like. Or perhaps you got up the courage to try the really tall slide at the park. Or maybe you told the truth even though you knew it might get you in trouble. If you want to draw a picture of your bravery, we'd love to see it. Feel free to ask an adult to help you share it with us either through our email, whiskersandwingspodcast at gmail.com, or social media where they can find us on Instagram at whiskersandwingspodcast, on Twitter at whiskerwingpod, or on our website, whiskersandwingspodcast.com. And lastly, we're so excited to share about our very first upcoming live Whiskers and Wings event! On Saturday, February 4th at 11 a.m. at the Ortonville Library in Ortonville, Minnesota, we'll be hosting a free event. We'll give a behind-the-scenes look at how we create the podcast, have a special arts and crafts time, and of course, tell a couple of fun stories. And on the following Saturday, February 11th at 11 a.m., will be at the Graceville Library in Graceville, Minnesota. So if you're in the West Central Minnesota area, we'd love to see you at either or even both events. Until next time, keep using your imagination. Whiskers and Wings podcast was created, recorded, and edited by Teresa Sales. Theme music by Ruth Richmond. 